Praise the Lord. It's great to be with you all on this Monday evening. How many enjoyed the ministry this weekend? It was just yesterday. Powerful time in the house of the Lord. The great man of God. If you didn't attend or couldn't attend, I encourage you to listen to the podcast. Matthew chapter 22. You can open up your Bibles. Verses 15 to 22. Then went the Pharisees and took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why tempt ye me, ye hypocrites? Show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. And he saith, saith unto them, Whose is the image and superscription? They say unto him, Caesar's, then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. And when they heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. Render to God the things that are God's. It's a powerful statement made by our Lord Jesus. The Pharisees come to Jesus that they might entangle him in his talk, that they might catch him in his words. And so they ask him this question, verses 16 and 17, and they sent out unto him their disciples, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? You know, Jesus knows how to answer questions. Jesus knows how to answer our questions. His answer is always right. His answer is always true. It leads us deep. It carries us on beyond where we are. First comes his answer and then comes direction. And even in his answer, there is direction. Even carnal questions, Jesus knows how to answer those. Even ungodly questions, wicked questions, Jesus knows how to answer those. You try and trap him, and he will trap you with his words. You try and entangle him in his talk, and he'll entangle you. He'll arrest you with his words. The answer that Jesus gives comes in the form of a question and then direction. Hey, Jesus, is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? Jesus, 
Show me the money. And so what happens, these disciples hand him a penny. He says unto them, whose is the image and superscription? Verse 21, they say unto him, Caesar's. Then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. Jesus' answer to the Pharisees is deep. The Pharisees have a penny in hand, and they ask Jesus a question, and Jesus turns a question about a penny into a question about everything. They come to him with a penny, just a penny, and he turns their question about a single penny into a question about everything. He saith unto them, whose is the image and superscription, then Saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. And here it is tonight. Whose is the image and superscription? Render therefore accordingly. They hand him a penny, and he turns their question about a penny, which most of us in this day and age would disregard. In fact, it's not even in circulation anymore. He turns the question about a penny into a question about everything. They come to entangle him with their words, and he entangles them. You see, for the believer, the image and superscription on everything is the Lord's. For the disciple of Jesus Christ, for the believer, for the one that has chosen him because he's chosen us, everything is the Lord's. It's his image on everything. It's his superscription, his title on everything. We know that we pay taxes, and that's not where we're going with this tonight. Jesus is touching on something way, way deeper. He's saying, render unto God the things that are God's. Give to the Lord the things that are His. What is in our hand tonight? Or about what are we asking the question? What item, what object? We're talking spiritual tonight. What item? Is it time? Is it finances? Is it relationships? Is it abilities, talents, giftings? Is it our body? The penny could be so many things. What is it? What does the penny represent tonight? What does the currency represent? What does the currency in our hand represent? And here's what Jesus is asking Whose image 
and superscription is on what's in your hand. See, he turns the question about a single penny into a question about everything. We might think we're just asking him a question about a penny and we're going to trap him or entangle him in his words. He goes really deep. And he turns it into a question about absolutely everything, all the complexity of life. A penny could be many things. I'm not saying tonight that We've come to Jesus with evil intent as the Pharisees came. I'm not saying tonight that we were trying to entangle him in his talk, but my, how we can come with things in our hand, asking the question, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute? But ask tonight, can we allow Jesus to ask us a question? Matthew 22, verse 20. And he saith unto them, Whose is the image and superscription? The NLV reads, Jesus said to them, Whose picture is this? Whose name is on it? Are we there? The image and superscription on everything, the Lord's. If we want to answer the question once and for all, let's come to him with a penny in hand. A penny that represents our life. A penny that is our life. Because you see, if we let the penny represent everything, all that we have, all that we are, all that we will have, all that we will be, then we need only ask the question once rather than coming with one thing and getting our answer and coming again and again and again with something else each and every time. We will ask the question once, throwing it all in, he only has to answer us once. And his answer will deal with all the aspects of our All the complexities of life, everything you could think of in your life. If we let the penny represent absolutely everything, we only have to ask him once. And he asks us, whose image is on it? Whose superscription? Whose title? Well, render accordingly. Jesus goes deep. You think you're asking him a question about just a penny? My, he pulls it deep. When I got saved, I didn't ask the Lord to put his image and superscription on only a few things, a few coins, a few areas. I don't think any of us did. At that moment, at that point, we were all in. We had a penny in hand and it represented our life. Something tends to happen once we move past that point of salvation.
and by how we can come to him. Lord, how about this? He's so gracious. How about this, Lord? Whose image is on it? How about my time, Lord? Whose image is on it? Whose title? How about finances? How about speech? How about conduct? How about my body? about relationships? Well, whose image? Whose title? Church attendance? I mean, we could just go down the list. We come to him with penny after penny after penny, and he's so gracious. I think sometimes he's just like, again, I've answered the question about the penny. And he takes it and he turns the question about a penny into a question about absolutely everything. And we only have to ask him once. We only have to hear his answer one time. See, I recognized, and I'm sure you did, that my life is nothing more than a penny in the very fact that he would be so kind and merciful and gracious to put his image and superscription on this wretched penny. That's amazing. So whose image is on us? Whose superscription is on us? Whose title is on us? Whose image, whose title is it all his? And if it's all his, why do so many have such a hard time rendering to God that which is his? If we say it's all his, why do so many have such a hard time? It's like some just struggle their whole life. Why? You know why. The flesh. And it's war against the Spirit. This is the problem. And we understand that this war is real. If it's all His, why do we, why do we struggle with rendering it to God? I don't believe there's a believer in this place that would say they desire an inferior image or a superscription on any part of their life. I don't believe there would be a person here that would put their hand up and say, I want my own image on my life, or I want the image of some superstar of the world or something else. I mean, we're here tonight. But could it be that we have unsurrendered pennies? And really, they make up one penny that is us. So, really, the question is, are we unsurrendered? I love how we compartmentalize our life. Well, my life is made up of 30 pieces or whatever it is. And he's got 29, so, I mean, I'm surrendered. But there's one that's held back. 
Do we have any unsurrendered pennies? And therefore, we ourselves are unsurrendered. You know, the crazy part is this. His image and superscription is on everything, the everything of the believer. It's there. Even if the believer doesn't render it to him. And what happens is this. If we don't render it to him, because his name is on it, and he owns it, if we don't render it to him, we end up cheating the Lord and robbing the Lord of what is rightfully his. He bought all of us with a great price. And so if I hold back one penny, I am unsurrendered. That's the truth. And it's all His. When we come to Him, His name is on it all. His image is on it all. And so if we don't render it to Him, we end up cheating the Lord and robbing God of what is rightfully His. Man, Jesus goes deep. It's just a penny. Give us a break. Render to God that which is God's. Matthew 22, verses 21 and 22, Then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. And when they had heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. I think a lot of us, we just read this in the Gospels and it's like, well, that was a nice moment in history. Wow, they really failed. They didn't entangle him. They lost. We just passed by it. When Jesus speaks, we need to stop. Ponder the words. We aren't Pharisees, but we can make this history our own. We come with a penny in hand and ask him the question once, having that penny represent our everything. And what happens? He answers us. Render to God what is God's. And when we hear these words, we marvel. But we don't leave him and go our way. We walk with him and go his way. See, a lot, I would even say, I don't want to use the title believers, but unsurrendered people come to Jesus and they ask him the question about this penny, and when they get the answer, they marvel, and wow, they don't know what to say, and they just head off their own way. And time and time again, they come, penny in hand. And off they go, they marvel, wow, his words, amazing. And there they go with the penny in hand. And he's just like, all right. It's actually kind of shocking that we struggle with this so much. 
I know maybe when we're young in the faith, there is a struggle, but as we grow and mature, Lord, help us grow and mature. That we finally deal with the penny once and for all. I don't want to spend my whole life with a bag of pennies coming to Jesus, going back, coming with the same penny again and again and again sometimes. I mean, some people come with the same penny over and over, and he's like, I'll give you the same answer every single time. You know when you're a child and you go to your parent, you ask them the same question, it's the same penny over and over, and they're like, I already answered you. You know the answer. And I think for some of us, you know, Jesus is gracious, but the truth is I know there are some that come to him, and they've been coming so long, and he's just almost silent now. He's just like, really? I've given you this answer so many times. You've taken notes during that sermon, and you've got your answer. You've been in the prayer time with me, and you've got your answer. You've had moments in your life, you've had the answer come to you time and time and time and time again. The real sad thing and the tragic thing is there are some pennies that are surrendered to the Lord and they're in his pocket and there are some believers that are running up and they're pickpocketing Jesus. Let me just take that one back, Lord. And we come to him at another point in our life and say, he's like, he already knows, but didn't you already surrender that one to me? Wasn't that one already in my pocket? Now, you can't pickpocket Jesus. He knows. He knows you're going to pickpocket him even before you pickpocket him. A penny. And his answer deals with all the complexities of life. It's amazing. See, there's no greater life and no greater way. If we want to spend our life, our currency, our all, the best way possible, simply tonight, render it to the Lord. If you want to spend your time the best way possible, render it to the Lord. Finances, he has his system, and we know what it is. Render it to the Lord. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things. will be added unto you. He's going to take care of you. But make sure you render to the Lord. Render to the Lord that which is his. Render to God that which is his. Wow. may seem simple tonight, but it deals with all the complexity of life. Psalm 116, verses 12 to 17. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take up the cup of salvation. I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am thy servant, I am thy servant, and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds, I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. What shall I render? Have you ever asked yourself that question? 
Or let's put it this way. What am I rendering to the Lord for all the benefits he's poured out? Now, I know we're not saved by words. But my glory, our salvation should have some words. There should be fruit. And there should be perpetual surrender. We should deal with the penny once and for all. The question about the penny. The voice reads, How will I pay back the eternal for all his graciousness toward me? I'll raise the cup of deliverance and call out the name of the eternal. I will fulfill the promises I made to him here as a witness to all his people. Precious in the eyes of the eternal are the deaths of those who follow after him. Oh, eternal one, you know I am your servant. I am your servant, a child of your maidservant, devoted to you. You have cut me loose from the chains of death that bind me, and I come eager to offer a sacrifice of gratitude and call on the name of the eternal. I come eager to offer. Wow. I so appreciated the messages yesterday. Incredible words. Last night, the theme or the question, will I be a pleasing experience for the Lord? If you missed that, have a listen. It should change your life. It should change your moments, your hours, your days, your weeks, your months, your years. The decades. I come eager to offer. Sacrifice of gratitude unto the Lord. Are we eager to offer? That could open up a whole other message right there. Deal with the penny. The beautiful thing is if we deal with the penny and allow it to represent everything, everything else just falls in place. If this penny represents my life, everything else will just flow. But if the penny doesn't represent my life and it only represents, you name it tonight, then we're going to have trouble with all the other things in life. We cannot handle the complexity of life. That's the bottom line. That's why the world is so messed up. We cannot handle the complexity of life And therefore, let's let him handle it. The only way we can handle it is by giving him what is his. Render to God that which is his. Let's have the worship team return. Thank God that his image is on this penny of a life.
that his title, his superscription is on this penny of life. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, that his title is on your penny of life. Wow. We can deal with the complexities of life by taking just one penny and asking Jesus just one question. Is the wrong image and superscription on our currency? Maybe it's our own. Or the world, or some other person's. Let's surrender those things tonight. Render to God the things that are God's. I trust we can be encouraged and challenged by the words of Jesus. The impact of his words can and should be explosive. These simple words, the impact in our lives, our personal lives, the impact should be explosive. Nothing looks the same as it did before. Everything's changed. We see everything differently. It's all his. Let's stand tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If you've surrendered everything, why don't you just take a moment just thank the Lord that his name is on your life, his title's on your life. Superscription is on everything. There's such freedom in that kind of living. If there's any way in us tonight that is not right, if there's any unsurrendered thing in our life tonight, Ask Jesus the question. We know the answer. And we'll hear the answer. And then with pure surrender, Lord, we, we're eager to render to you that which is yours. Lord, I pray tonight for some in this room this would be a moment where all the complexities of life are dealt with. Because your answer speaks to all of them, Lord. You turn the answer about a single penny into a question. And the question that comes about a single penny, you turn it into a question about everything, Lord. And I pray tonight that we would be a people that, Lord, take our life just the penny of a life that we have. And Lord, we would not think more highly of ourselves than we ought to think, but Lord, we would take our life, we would willingly surrender it to you, Lord, and eagerly cry out. We decide and we choose. And with joy we render all to you that is yours, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord.